Hello, and welcome to Method Meets Magic Radio with Jess and Dan. We are here today live from Cabo San Lucas. Dan, how are you doing today? I'm feeling fabulous apart from my energy flow. How are you doing today? I am good. Dan, tell me, how was your weekend? My weekend was interesting. There was fun, frolics, and also sleeping in the middle of a day club. Oh. Yes. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, as I... <laughs> alluded to earlier, I was a little confused as to why I fell asleep in the middle of a very, very loud party in the middle of the day, in the sun, for about two and a half hours. Mm. Why was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, as we discovered, I think my spirit went for a little walk and decided that it needed me out of the way and said, hey, go to sleep for a little bit. So that was interesting because I've never actually noticed that happening before. Mm. How was your weekend, Jessasaurus? Interesting. Um, my weekend was was um, very um, <laughs> horizontal, I would say. <laughs> so I ended up um, like I, like I said, we're down here in Cabo filming live, uh, recording live, and um, I ended up with the stomach flu starting on Thursday night until really about this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was not my favorite part of my Cabo trip, but I am on the mend, feeling much better, energy's returned, and so life is good. Yes, the sparkle has returned to your sparkly brown eyes. Yes, it has. For those of you that don't know us, uh, Jess introduced us by name. I'll introduce us by what we do. I'm a transformational coach. Jess, what do you do? Tell them who you are and what you do. Yeah, my name is Jess Bubako and I am an intuitive coach. I help people to connect with their intuitive gifts um, and I do intuitive readings. Brilliant. And so together, I with my transformative coaching stuff, using my model Beyond Intention and Jess with her intuitive magic stuff, come together and bring in uh, spirituality meeting personal development, allowing a space in between for those of you too much in your head and those of you perhaps too much out of it to find someone in the middle and there and really start getting results that you want in your life yeah we found that for ourselves i know a huge part of my work was around the personal development component you know i started out um in spirituality and in 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 connecting with my intuition connecting with my gifts doing intuitive readings for people and what i found was that being able to blend the tangible tools so that people could make the mindset shifts they could learn how to shift themselves when they were triggered um, was a really important and essential and essential component of of the work so um, the mindset work has been transformative in my life today too and in the way that I work with clients and that's what we're going to really be focusing on in our show today right indeed and I personally came from the other flip side where I was all head you know mindset uh, action 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 do 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 and came into spiritual practice over the past couple of years meditation kundalini yoga and now working with Jess as my intuition coach honing those tools and toning and honing tapping into my psychic gifts and allowing that to be part of my experience and to empower me to live life on my terms, pulling uh, pulling from the well of all of this magic, for want of a better phrase, that's available to us to actually really just live a, you know, a boom-ass life. Yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, so, Dan, tell us a little bit about what we decided we were going to talk about today on the show. I know I said a little bit about it, but I'll have you, since this is more your wheelhouse, talk to us about what we're going to be talking about okay i'll talk about my wheelhouse mm-hmm. welcome to the wheelhouse so over the past uh, three or four weeks we've been taking you through three phases that we've 
kind of discovered a really common place as things that need to be in alignment if you want to create results in your life. So the first phase that we looked at was energy, how you feel and how that affects what you create. Um, we had a show, much like today's, where Jess and I kind of, you know, shot the breeze on it, spoke about our feelings on it, asked each other a few questions and enjoyed each other's company on the topic. We then brought on a guest. Our guest for that portion was Daniel Fox, who spoke about moving energy and gave us some practical tools that we could use for that. And then we had a call-in show uh, with our dear friend M. Hollis last week. And we're gonna repeat that cycle now, this time looking at our mindset and our beliefs and how those need to be aligned with the outcome that we want to see if we actually want to get deliberate results in our, our waking experience. Yes, and so when we're talking about our mindset being aligned, that means that, for example, something even as simple as if I really want to lose weight and I am um, you know, in a space where I, my, my mindset is sort of my subconscious belief, the belief that I'm not really thinking about on the surface, but the, the belief that's sort of under there that's maybe from childhood that I've always believed is I'm, oh, I'm overweight. There's no way I could ever lose weight. And yet I'm doing all the different diets. I am exercising as much as I can, but my belief system still says I'm always going to be overweight. There's no way I could change my weight. Um, but I, and I'm getting frustrated because I'm not getting the results that I desire. Um, and my mindset, even though I think I'm going to the gym, I'm doing all the things that I need to do in order to lose weight. There's this belief underneath there that I need to dig out. That's I'm never going to lose weight. This will never happen for me. So it's really important to look at mindset in, in how, what we're believing sort of underneath the surface, um, is affecting our outcomes. So Dan, in your life, how have you seen the that shifting your mindset in particular? Where have you seen some of the biggest results in your life from digging up uh, subconscious beliefs and, and looking at areas of your life that you are wanting to change? Where have you seen the biggest results from shifting mindset? Biggest result? Hmm. I couldn't tell you where I've seen the biggest results, in all honesty. Hmm. Um, I mean, I've pretty much, I mean, my, like I said, mindset has been my thing. I've been into the whole mindset game from really, really early on in life. I'm talking about reading books on mindset from the age of 16 and 17 years old. So, I think one, one, one area that's meant a lot to me, I would say, is not caring so much about what other people think. Mm -hmm. The freedom from that has been really powerful for me. Um, Another good one for me is, has been knowing that I don't know everything. Mm. Because, I mean, I did this in the group, we had, uh, in the Beyond Attention group coaching call last week, that I know that trap, like letting go of the belief that I know everything, or even when you know a little bit about something, just having the humility to fall back and learn some more, and allow even to hear something more than once from a different way, and even to hear something from someone that might not necessarily know as much as you do, I think that in terms of, mindset and belief shaping has been very, very, a very, very powerful um, shift that I've experienced. Just shutting up and letting somebody teach me something sometimes. I can agree with those things in my <laughs> own life too. Let me ask you this. How did you develop the awareness that you were having, the, that you had those beliefs? So here's the thing with me. If I respect someone's, if I respect someone, I'll listen to them. But if you if you're not 
if you're not producing results and numbers, if you're not living it, then I, I, I generally speaking, my autopilot is not to have time for you. It just so happens that someone who I have time for sat and was speaking to me about the thing that you need to have the humility to sit and listen to what people have to say. Otherwise, you're never going to get anywhere in life. Now, I respect his opinion. And so I was open to receiving that. And being open to receiving that, I then did a little quick dissect and realized, oh, my goodness, I've been living in the I know that trap. And now that's something that I teach and talk about as well, the I know that trap and being open to receiving from everywhere and from everyone. And then taking it, I'm not saying to follow everything that everybody says, but give them a chance and then actually sit with it and see if it's right for you, if it works for you, if it's true or not, test it, but give them a chance to actually be heard out rather than just sort of shutting the door on it Mm. from the outset. I think sometimes too, those people that show up that maybe we're frustrated by or I, I don't think I have anything to learn from them. Sometimes I find are the greatest teachers. I like that. I'm creating a class for tonight for um, one of my courses that I run uh, called Becoming Academy. And we're, we're talking about shadow work and how often sometimes there's people that will show up in our lives who um, maybe they rub us the wrong way or they like get underneath our skin. And I'm just like, oh, there's something about so-and-so that I don't like. <laughs> we just had this discussion this weekend. That's why Dan's probably laughing. Um, and... And often it's like, I don't know why I don't like them. I just don't like them. And when we look at intuition, if it's um, perhaps, you know what, this person just doesn't really feel like somebody that I feel really connected with. Um, I, I don't know. They're fine. I respect them. I just, I don't really connect with them. And my intuition says, ah, I'm not really sure I want to like connect with or be associated with that person. But when I have like a strong reaction of like, I don't like that person and I'm pushing them out. Um, often there's a disowned part of myself that that person is showing me. So Oof. if it's somebody who's um, very has a very strong personality and is very stubborn in their way and, and has decided that they're going to live their life this certain way and everybody else should follow along with it, is there a part of me that does that or engages in that in certain ways that I'm I'm needing to own for myself? And so when I see it out in front of me, I'm going, oh, that's ugly. I don't like it because I actually believe it's ugly within myself. We were literally talking about, was it not this morning we were talking about this? Probably. Yeah, we we're talking about. So I've been working with this idea of um, shadows, mirrors and reflections. And it came out off the cuff. I think it was a coaching call. I can't remember. But now it's been, become something that I really, really talk to a lot. And it's just, again, what Jess is talking to, this idea that everything that we witness really has a place within us is about understanding what role that is and how we can learn from it as opposed to pushing it away and creating the disconnect or the disassociation from it. But um, one, of my, one of my coaching team actually talks about something called parts integration, which is actually owning everything and finding a place, a loving and empowering place for it within you so that you can be whole rather than this disjointed, broken up space, which isn't a place to create from. Being whole is a prerequisite to creating and moving forward in a, in a holistic way. And calling in and owning those shadows, owning those parts of us, looking at the ugliness and saying, okay, what's a loving way to make that part of my experience in an empowered way to learn from it uh, and to hold it without it allowing it to hold, to hold us? Mm. Yes. 
Yeah. I want to ask you, Justice Horus, J-Bub, how has mindset played, how have mindset and beliefs played a role in your spirit work, in your spiritual work? Oh. Because I've, I've been, just, to, just to, to add to that question, because I've been witnessing, obviously spending more and more time with you, learning, learning more and more from you. I'm witnessing now a shift in my belief, actually, mm-hmm. about this complete disconnect between spirit world and mental world and allowing my own parts integration of these things to come together in me. And so I'd really love some some nuggets of wisdom from the world of J-Bub mm-hmm. on where this fits in your life. I'm closing my eyes and breathing this in and asking myself this question. Um, where do the spirit world and the mind exist? How do they affect each other or how do they exist together? Um, I've found that with all things, it's really important, especially when it comes to connecting in with spirit, connecting in with my higher self, that when I am not in a space where I am, um, if I'm, if I'm in a belief system, uh, a negative, I don't want to say a negative belief, disempowering, a disempowering belief. If I'm in a disempowering belief of not being worthy and perhaps I'm actually not even conscious of it, I'm just, um, I'm out there, I'm freaking out. I'm not feeling good enough. I'm feeling distracted. Um, and I try to connect with spirit or connect with my higher self when I'm totally lost in the a thought about not being good enough, um, I'm not going to get a clear message from my higher self. And mm. I'm going to receive something that's going to be at the same similar um, vibration as the lower thought. So for me, it's been it's huge. The awareness around mindset and where my mind is is really, really important in um, understanding where and uh, uh, being able to connect with spirit. I have to be really clear in my mind. I have to be clear in my beliefs. I have to be clear in my emotions in order to really connect with my higher self. Otherwise, I'm just connecting with another disempowering thought or I might be thinking that I'm receiving information from spirit but what I'm really receiving is um, a, a lower thought from my mind just your own funk yeah exactly I like this I want to explore it more um, we'll take a break and then come back and dive into that a little bit more because I'd really like to explore that one in three adults has pre-diabetes one in three that means it could be you your football buddy your football buddy or you your best man your worst man you your dog walker your cat jogger while one in three adults has pre-diabetes with early diagnosis pre-diabetes can be reversed take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org that's doihaveprediabetes.org Wait, did they just say one in three adults has pre-diabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. 
Welcome back to Method Meets Magic Radio with Jess and Dan. We are so happy to have you here today. Um, as a reminder, you guys can find us on Facebook at Method Meets Magic. That's the name of our page, as well as same thing on Instagram at Method Meets Magic. Um, today, we are talking about mindset and beliefs and how to um, start to shift your mindset, shift your beliefs in order to create what you desire in your life. That's right. And uh, Jessosaurus, a.k.a. J-Bub, a.k.a. Jessica, was just talking. Um, I really love what you were sharing about connecting how your work in the spirit world really does need some connection to what's going on with your mindset and beliefs because it can actually affect your ability to show up definitively in your spirit work. And I wanted to explore that a bit more because as we were talking about this morning, so Jess and I were this morning, we were just talking about really just getting clear. I mean, Jess and I normally have a weekly meeting. It's called um, Jess and Dan's weekly dino time. Mm-hmm. You have to check out the, the very first video that Jess and I did is on YouTube. Check out doitwithdanvlog.com. You'll see the, the first interview that Jess and I did. It's really the beginning of our relationship um, as a working pair. And there's a thing about about dinosaurs you'll get it but we have that time and in that time we tend to connect and get clear on what we're doing and we did that this morning and we're really just talking about where our work meets and really getting clear on how we can serve you better as as the people who come to us to to see what this (laughs) (laughs) sorry there was just something really random that happened (laughs) we'll tell you one day it'll be in our memoirs yeah make note (laughs) Someone hold us accountable for that. But we're just, we were just talking about how we can show up more effectively for you guys, really make sure that we're giving you exactly the best of us in terms of what we both bring to the table and how we meet. And in that space was the whole fact that a lot of the people that maybe follow my work are very much into the mindset, have something to do with spirituality. I'm very much into meditation and so on and so forth. And then Jess is very much deep in the spirit work, into intuition and bringing that space in finding that space in between those two worlds and I love that Jess you really kind of gave for me the first time I've ever really heard someone that's into deep spiritual work as you are really called on the fact that but it has to be grounded or it has to respect the fact that where your mind's at does have a say in what you do in connecting to spirit yeah if we look at the the aura around us we have a mental body that's around our body, our physical body. So if you think about an aura, it's like the energy that surrounds your body. We have a mental body that is around your body and we have an emotional body that's around your body, which is basically what we talked about last week. Um, the emotional body, our emotions need to be in alignment. So our emotions, like our, if our mental body or the part of our aura outside of ourselves is off or the emotional part of our our aura is off we're not going to get a clear signal so really what we've been taught get a clear signal from our higher self or from our spirit guides or whatever it may be so we really do have to work on calming our energy in our mind calming our energy in our emotions to really receive clear guidance Mm. so it's it is it is really important so even so if we just sort of segue this then into what we're talking about over this um this nine week series. So those of us, those of you joining us for the first time, first of all, welcome to you. Welcome to you. But um, we're in the middle of a nine week series where we're looking at three things that must be in alignment to create outcomes that you want to see in your life. And we're looking at energy. 
we're looking at mindset and we're looking at action, what we do here in the physical. So really looking at the spirit, the mental and the physical world all being aligned. And I, I think it's really cool that we can actually take this same piece that you've said in relation to receiving messages and so that that coherence, that alignment must also be there in terms of creation also, right? If, if I'm not, if I've got a disconnect in my mindset to what's happening in spirit or happening in my body or ha sorry, happening in my energy or happening in my feelings, then I'm just not going to have that clear path for things to show up for me. Mm-hmm. And this is manifesting as well, right? I mm -hmm. mean, when we think about manifestation, Dan's doing a micro shift to millions, um, really amazing group where we're working on creating abundance um, in our lives and creating um, income. And, and in this, it's a lot about aligning your energy. I mean, this is huge when it comes to abundance and money yeah. because so many of us have um, – mindset, but like just beliefs that we carry from our parents and from uh, our grandparents and our great grandparents around money. Mm. Um, and, and it's, we have to work really hard and, um, you know, and money doesn't grow on trees mm -hmm. and, and all these kinds of things. And, and I think with all things in life manifestation, which is really the end result of what we're talking about, creating what you desire in your mm. life manifestation is the, the result of mind and emotions and, and taking action. Yes. I mean, and it's really cool because even when you're looking, you know, talking what's happening with Microsoft millions, there's some people, for example, that we've given them some tools. We've been sharing tools on how to create abundance spontaneously, but we've not been doing it, but we've been doing it so that people start to lose the illusion that you can't create abundance spontaneously. It's not to say that there's no merit to hard work, that there's no merit to, to just using spirit in order to create things or no merit to working on your mindset, but it's just honoring that it's only one piece of the puzzle. If you look at just one piece of the puzzle, honoring that, Action is great, but if your action is the last point of call on a journey that's gone into disbelief, into what you're trying to create, like you said with the example you gave earlier on trying to lose weight, if I'm doing the diet, if I'm working out 10 times a week, you know, if I'm calorie counting, drinking all the water, but I still have that underlying belief that I'm not worthy of being healthy, that I'm always going to be this way or that way or blah, 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 I don't have that self-love then that work is just not likely to produce results because at the end of the day, even when you look at the spectrum of light, that which we can view as visible light is the tiniest slither. When you look at energy as a measurable, a measured thing, physical matter is the slowest frequency. So, so much happens before we get to the physical realm. So much spirit happens, mental happens, uh, emotion happens, all of these bodies that we have to pass through before we get into the physical body. In Kundalini Yoga, the physical body is like body five of 10. All of this stuff happens before. And if we're not honoring what happens before, not getting that aligned with the outcome that we want to see, we're just not going to get there. Can you give that to me in an example, like a, um, yeah, give me an example of that in like practical terms for somebody. If that's not like, what would be, I know we talked about weight loss before, but what might be another example of how somebody might be out of alignment, but be unaware of it? So, I mean, I can talk about my own life. I mean, yeah, the, my, the, the thing that I had with, with, um, with my last relationship and that I actually didn't realize that I'd been holding a a limiting belief around relationships for my entire adult life. And actually it slipped out accidentally. I was standing with a friend laughing and joking. And I said something 
I said, you can't cause, because you can't have everything in a relationship. And that gremlin had been hiding probably for, you know, my entire adult life. And if I'm holding a belief that you can't have, that I can't have everything in a relationship, then I'm not going to be able to produce creative thoughts in pursuit of a relationship that's holistic and has everything. It's physically impossible for me to do that because I've said, and I'm holding there deep in my subconscious, I can't have everything in a relationship. So I can go and see a relationship coach. I can, you know, be the best partner in the world. But if I'm holding this belief that I can't have everything in a relationship, I'm just not going to produce a relationship that's whole and, and loving and fulfilling. Mm. So, and a relationship coach may be somebody who's awesome to help you mine out, mine that out if yes, you're looking definitely. specifically to connect with that. But something um, that I'm hearing you say that I have found for myself and with my clients is really important is to mind your words. Mm. Notice the words, like if you're saying to yourself, yeah, I'm not getting the results I want, but I'm not totally sure what my beliefs or my mindset is. You know, we're going to give you some really great tools in the coming weeks. Yep. But something really great to think about is, um, or something really great you can start doing is ask yourself, sometimes even when you are like laughing and you're making a joke with somebody like, uh, you know, all men are jerks or something like that where you find yourself repeatedly, you know, you're going out on dates, you're ready to find the the partner of your dreams and you find yourself complaining to your friends and coming back with the terrible stories of dating and you use little little jokes like, oh, I just have the worst luck with men or I just have the worst luck with women, whatever it may be, really important to start just listening to the stories and the the words that you speak out loud to other people. I can attest to that because like I said, I was literally, me and my friend Jalisa, we were just literally standing around having a glass of wine, laughing and joking and it slipped out. Jess, I didn't catch it. I'm just thankful that Jalisa's on the ball and like called me out. She's like, what did you just say? It's only when she said, what did you just say, that I heard back what I just said. And so often we're running around carrying beliefs that we believe are hiding, but they're not because your environment doesn't lie about what your beliefs are. And whatever you're experiencing regularly is a clear indication of what your beliefs are. But that aside, I literally had been seeing this. And when, mm -hmm. when that happened, I saw everything flash before my eyes and I realized, oh my goodness, I've literally been holding myself back from whole relationship because I didn't believe it was possible. And if I don't believe it's possible, how can I make that observation or create that thing? Sure. Yeah. You're just going to keep on seeing examples of how it's not possible. Exactly. exactly. A, a, so, something that might be interesting to do too is if you have a friend who you really, really trust or a mentor or somebody Sometimes asking for a reflection back of what do you hear me say around this subject? Again, being very careful around who you ask for feedback. Discernment, discernment yeah, class. exactly. <laughs> Be very mindful of who you ask for feedback around these kinds of things, but being open and ready to actually receive feedback from somebody um, who you trust and who perhaps has a successful relationship or has gone through the weight loss process or has, you know, I mean, just even a mentor being able to say, what do you see in me or what do you hear me say? Mm -hmm. um, I think could be a good place to start. Yeah. Too. I mean, the numbers don't lie. So looking at someone who has results in not even, I mean, don't just look at their results because someone that's a great performer might not necessarily be a great support and teacher. It's about finding a balance between someone that has a proven track record in being able to support and actually knows what they're talking about, have that discernment, but also that you can resonate with. 
Because if someone's talking in a language that you can't understand or communicating to you in a way that you have resistance to, then you're not going to have results. But I think it's very, very important to have result, re, re, support. Um, I've annoyed... <laughs> I've, I've annoyed Jess from time to time in the past because I'm like, <laughs> but Jess, you're the only one I trust with this. <laughs> but, no. But, but, no. But we have a friendship that allows us to have that honesty where when I do annoy you, you'd be like, okay, mm. But we call each other out, right? Sure. And we, and we and support each other. And you do the other. same for me. But that's, yes. that's, that's love and being energetic baby parents. Um, <laughs> private joke, guys. But yeah, having support is so, so, so important. Mm-hmm. And having, um, this comes down to curating your environment, which um, is probably something we're going to speak to at some point in the future. Because for many of us, one of the reasons why we're being held back from creating what we want is because we're not fostering an environment that speaks to the results that we want to see in our lives. And the people, places, and things that we allow, encourage, create, or call in are a very big part of that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that it's about time to go to a break. What do you think? Yeah, let's have a break. And then we maybe throw around some tips on what we're practically doing in our own lives in terms of shifting beliefs uh, and just give you a few tidbits on how you can start creating clear lines between what you want to experience and what you think and believe. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. (laughs) Hello, 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 hello. And welcome back to Method Meets Magic Radio with myself, Dan, and my illustrious magical co-host, Jess. Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking today about mindset and beliefs and how these need to be aligned with the outcomes that you want to see. In order to see those outcomes, we're coming to you smack bang in the middle of a nine-week series on bringing energy, mindset, and actions into alignment to create what you want. Interested in knowing uh, what's been going on for the rest of the series? Check out the archives. You can head over to Method Meets Magic on Facebook. We're also on Instagram. We're very new and would love you to be our friends. Just before the break, we were just talking a little bit about... um, some of the experiences that we've had with our beliefs and how that ties into spirit. You led us in, in the last section with some powerful examples on why your mindset needs to be clean and clear if you want to connect with spirit. And we then segued that into how that needs to be clear if we want to create from spirit, from energy and from feelings. Um, I thought it'd be really cool for us to talk a little bit about what we've been doing in our own personal lives to just sort our minds out. Did you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. Share some stuff. Yeah. So something that um, I, I am, I tend to be a very emotional person. Um, I feel, I feel emotions strongly. So 
what I tend to do is, is actually work my way backwards a little bit. So when I'm in a, um, when I'm in a situation and I feel a strong emotion. So like I said, somebody shows up in my life that I'm like, I just, I can't, I don't like that person. I want them nowhere near me. Or, um, I have a reaction where I'm feeling really sad about something or really anxious. I tend to, to catch it at the emotion first. And then I take a step back and I say to myself, okay, what, what am I believing right now about myself that isn't true? Or what am I believing, um, about myself that is a lower thought? Um, and again, I don't say again, a disempowering thought, um, I want to think of an example of something recently that happened that was, that revealed a, a big mindset, uh, it's an unaligned mindset. Um, oh, when I first started my business, when I first, first started my business, this was a big one. I was working in spirituality and was doing intuitive readings for people, doing the work that I'm doing now, helping people connect with their spiritual gifts. And um, something happened where I met a teacher who um, was just that it didn't feel like a good fit, but I went with it anyways. Um, and she said, gave me some some feedback and said some things to me that that were. They didn't feel good. I'll say that. They really <laughs> didn't feel good. Um, and so what ended up happening was I stopped. Like I totally stopped in my tracks. And I ended up going into, I started doing like business coaching because I had built a business for about a year. And I was like, oh, I could just switch out and I'll help people who have spiritual businesses create their businesses because that felt a lot safer for me because I had had this big thing blow up. And um, it was really emotional. I totally stopped in my tracks for about a month. Um, and took a month off, which was, it was a, 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 a big, big shadow that came up. And what I realized through that after a while, cause the business coaching, it just wasn't feeling right. wasn't feeling aligned. Um, and it was, it just wasn't feeling good. I wasn't getting the same results for my clients or my clients weren't getting the same results for themselves, I should say, um, through the business coaching. And so I was feeling, it just was feeling really disconnected and, um, so I really sat with it. I sat with the emotion and I asked myself what the mindset was that was coming up. What was the belief system that was coming up? And it was a lot around wordiness. Um, well, there were a few belief systems that were coming up there, but one, number one was around worthiness. And number two was around beliefs around spirituality and, and the fact that I thought that what I was doing wasn't okay or that people weren't gonna, were going to think I was weird or that there was something wrong with me. And so I had to really, really work through those, those belief systems in order to, to step out and, and shift my energy and show up in what I believe my truth is. Mm. So that was a big one for me. That was a big, it derailed me. Well, because you've got worthiness, which is a big gremlin that so many people face, mm -hmm. right? So many people face the gremlin of worthiness. Then you've got other people's perceptions about who and what you are. Mm -hmm. And so many people go through life living according to the, the standards that other people have set and really being in this deep unhappiness mm -hmm. because they're trying to live life on other people's terms. And facing that demon down where 
the, 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 the yardstick that we've set for our value, for what's right, what's okay, and for who we're allowed to be, breaking free from that is no, is no small task. And for a lot of people, it doesn't happen deliberately. It happens accidentally. They go for a midlife crisis. They hit a brick wall because at some point they just get choked up and suffocated living under those other, other people's um, expectations of them. And then some people turn to extreme, you know, extreme action in that. Mm-hmm. Some people turn to different forms of addiction. Some people just go off the rails and do odd, strange things, mm-hmm. for want of a better phrase, out of character, character, because they get to a point where they realize, I don't actually have a character. I've been living someone else's life scripts, right? I've been living, uh, everyone told me that I'm supposed to, you know, go for the white picket fence and 2.4 children and get a job in corporate America or what have you. But really I wanted to be an artist and make music or Mm -hmm. I wanted to make pretty beautiful things, but everyone said that that's not good enough. When you take that and you add the element of the, this deep unknown of the spirit world, which, I mean, I'm just kind of tipping my toes into this and you've been a goddess guide for me into that world. It's something that, there are so many charged opinions and ideas about in the world that I can imagine that you really did have to really overcome some massive mountains to come to a space where you can say, I bloody own this. This is my magic. This is my power. This is who I am. These are my gifts. And I'm going to show up and be of service with them to the world. Yeah. Yeah, it it definitely was. And I'm sure for anybody who's even just stepped out into anything different or new that goes outside of the norm, outside of the norm of what your family expects of you or society expects of you or the people that you've always been around for your entire life expect of you, it can definitely be, um, it can be really challenging and hearing like, I don't know who you are anymore. Or have you heard that one too? Yeah. I'm not going to talk about the context, but yeah, (laughs) I think it changes as you shift, you shift your mindset, you shift your actions, you shift the way that you act and show up in your life. It can be really disturbing or hurtful to other people. Um, we won't go too far into that. We can go into that another one, but it can, it can certainly, you know, we start to, when we change our mindset, we change our belief, we change our actions and we step into the truth of who we are. Sometimes it can be disruptive. Um, in our most lives. of the time it is disruptive and if it's not disruptive this is the thing you can't do things the same way and get a different result right definition of insanity definition right definition of insanity but conversely you can't do things differently and get the same result mm. so the second that you start creating a shift in what you're doing a change even if it's a small shift i talk all the time about micro shifts you'll never hear me talking about massive action that's not to say that there's not a power to massive action and that's not to say that I speak ill of massive action. I think massive action is amazing. However, everybody can take baby steps. All of us have the capacity for massive action, but all of us can take baby steps. And so that's why we talk a lot about micro shifts here. Micro shifts are just baby steps taken deliberately in pursuit of a conscious outcome in the direction of a conscious outcome. And when you take those baby steps through, you can create that massive disruption in a way that doesn't create resistance and blocks and end up having, like you said, you froze, right? You froze, you, you froze in your tracks, you didn't do anything. Whereas when we baby step into that and we take a little bit of a chip every day at that piece of rock, we can get the beautiful statue of David underneath. Oh, I love the statue of David. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love the statue of David. Oh, so much. It's beautiful. I just love Italy. Anything that has to do with Italy. We're going to Italy 
at some point. We're going to hang out in Italy. We're trying to work out. So basically what it is, is guys, that one of the things we're talking about this morning is just focusing our energy in one thing uh, and getting something done and done well, um, putting our energy and focus into making sure that we deliver service. So we are planning on doing, uh, we were planning on doing um, a second retreat later in the year. But we want to put all of our energy and focus and we really sat down and got really clear on what we want to share with you guys at our retreat in Sedona between the 31st of May and the 3rd of June. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that we were going to do, we're not going to do anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we're keeping it really fluid because we just want to show up in love, show up in service. We're going to show up giving you the tools to transform. Jess is coming with her magic and teaching you all about intuition. I'm showing up with my method and showing you guys all about stepping into the driver's seat of the choice machine and showing up deliberately on purpose, knowing that you have the power to be the author uh, the author, and creator of your life and showing you the middle ground between the mind and the heart, between what you're thinking, what you're feeling, the middle ground between method and magic. Basically allowing you to witness the energy babies that Jess and I make all the time. <laughs> That's just a beautiful space of creation, that real balance. So we're really looking forward to to seeing that those of you that are coming to hang out with us in Sedona. Um, but Italy is just, just for those of you that I've spoken to about Italy, that Jess may have spoken to about Italy, that you've heard speaking about Italy, that is on ice for now. We're definitely going to be hanging out in Italy. We're not sure <laughs> if we're going to have you guys hanging out with us. But definitely, um, definitely those of you who are still thinking about Sedona, Drop us a message, shoot us uh, a dubri. You can, I think it's hey, hey at methodmeetsmagic.com. Yeah, hey, H-E-Y, not H-A-Y, like of <laughs> course. H-E-Y um, at methodmeetsmagic.com. Or you can check out uh, Jessica Bubico, jessbubico.com. Yeah, jessbubico.com. Jessbubico.com or dreamwithdan.com to connect with me. Have a chat with us. We'd love to speak to you. And also connect with us and let us know how we can support you. We're here every Monday, 1 p.m. Pacific, uh, 1150kknw.com or live on the radio 1150 a.m. Mm. Um, talking about this balance, this beautiful space between the head and the heart, mm-hmm. between feeling and thinking, between feeling and doing. Guys, a holistic approach, and this is one of the most beautiful things that I've experienced just as a testament to to my relationship here with Jess and our, our beautiful friendship that we have and this creative relationship that we have. Balance, alignment, all of these things allude to the reality that life has all of these components to it, which when brought together is a lovely pasta sauce, mm-hmm. a really, really lovely. I'm in the mood for pasta, by the way. Mm. It's a really lovely Good pasta sauce. And that pasta sauce can be any flavor that you want because you are the chef. You're choosing the ingredients. You're choosing what the final result is. And using the tools like what we're talking to you about today, aligning your energy, uh, aligning your mindset, what we spoke to you in the last three weeks, aligning your mindset. We're speaking for a couple more weeks on on mindset. We've got a guest coming in next week who's going to be giving some practical tools and tips. We're going to let you meet them and get some wisdom from them. And then we're going to have another call in. Em's going to come and ask them some questions. And then we're going to get into action because every single one of these things is important. None are less important than another. And by the way, if you're facing challenges in relation to perhaps uncovering your spiritual gifts or not knowing what to do with them, or what it feels like to be in an environment or around people, places, and things that don't see you for the magic that you are, please reach out to Jess. Thank you. And if you are looking to shift your life and make massive changes in your life, well, not massive, but massive. Well, massive in baby steps. Yeah, yeah. massive in baby steps. <laughs> Dan's helped me a lot with shifting my mindset around um, many areas of my life and, and the way that I view things. So he is a master with mindset. If you're feeling kind of stuck in, um, 
feeling disempowered in your own life, he's a really, really great resource for that. So um, with that being said, I would love to hear from you because I shared my story around um, my mindset set back. Yeah. Let's hear one of yours. Ooh. I know um, you said about relationship. Yeah. Do I talk more to that? Or is there maybe, have you got something that you've witnessed in me that you think would be of service to the, to the people? I don't know. What do you, well, share a tip, share a mindset tip. Okay. Mindset tip. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about what we spoke about earlier, which okay. is a really key component to what I'm really shifting into focusing my, uh, my coaching and my teaching on. Um, I've got a five. Oh, by the way, guys, I'm doing a five day challenge. I've never done one of those before. Um, go ahead and, um, jump over to dreamingdan.com or shoot me a message. Uh, on the Facebook page, jump on Facebook, connect with me. We're going to be doing a five-day challenge. We'll put a post on it on the page at some point. But what we're going to be doing on that five-day challenge is really getting you to think very clearly about what you want, but not as a thing, but as a feeling. One thing that has become evidently more clear to me over the last 15 or 16 years I've been in personal development for myself and with others is the fact that everything that we have as intentions, as thoughts, what it all really comes down to is creating a pattern of how we want to feel at the end of the day. So one thing I'd say to you is this, guys. If you're struggling with a block in your mindset or something showing up consistently in your environment that's revealing to you something that's happening in your beliefs that you want to shift, I found one today, just literally in the last in the last hour, mm. in the last hour, I, I witnessed something that I'm choosing to shift as well. And instead of getting caught up in it, just ask yourself, is this how I want to feel? And if not, how do I want to feel? So instead of thinking about the mindset shift in terms of a block, think of it in terms of it being a contrast to how you want to actually feel. So for example, for me, going back to um, the relationship piece that I shared with you guys earlier in my own experience, I recognized that I was holding this belief that I don't think it's possible to have everything in a relationship. And so what I did is I jumped to the contrast and connected to how I think I would like to feel enjoying everything being part of my relationship. And what that then actually did was gave me a pattern to call my, my being to so that I can start to experience that. Because most of the time, the reason why you repeat certain patterns of behavior or certain patterns of mindset or keep going into old feelings is because that's what's familiar and you haven't taken the time out to actually set a pattern to what you want to experience. So in lieu of the mind having anything else, it just goes to what it's always done. 95% of our day is spent running on subconscious programs. If those subconscious programs are not challenged, it will always be the default that we go to. And if we haven't decided what we want to feel, then we're just going to think the same things and have the same outcome. So don't try and do anything massive, guys. Just ask yourself, when you come up against these challenges, when you start to witness these patterns, how do I want to feel? What do I want to experience? And view where you are now, merely as a contrast to that. If you haven't, I mean, we had this, um, my, my mastermind that I did in New York a couple of weeks ago, someone asked the question, how can I make a choice or set an intention to feel something if I've never felt it before? Here's the tip, guys. Look to the opposite of how you feel. Use it as a baseline and then start to feel more deeply into that and get clearer in that by asking yourself, okay, I like that, but 
I don't like that. I like that. I want more of that and build a bigger picture for yourself around that. Can you give an example? Yeah. So using my own example, I hadn't actually had a relationship that had had everything in it. I'd had parts everywhere, right? Like uh, we'd have great communication. We'd have things in common. So just sitting and connecting with what it feels like to be in one place with one person, I used visualization in that instance and visualized the same face, the same energy, the same person having all of these different parts being in harmony in that relationship. And that gave me a, a, a mental pattern of what I wanted to experience. So it was like being, it's like being at the grocery store yes. in the, um, the vegetable section yes. and being like, I'm going to make a salad, but instead of just having iceberg lettuce and cucumbers, I can see the tomatoes over there. I've, I've had them before in another dish. Yes. Let me put them in, in the basket. And I've yes. had red onion before yes. um, in a different dish and it was cooked, but let me bring it over. And so it's actually really picking and choosing. I, when, when I think about ideal relationship for myself, I actually think of a couple of different people that I know that I have great connections with. And I'm like, I like this about this relationship. I like that I have open communication here. I like that I have um, uh, honesty here, whatever it might be. And then I take all those different components because I've experienced them all in different parts of my life. And then I can bring them together and I write them down. I have a list or yes. whatever it may be. I think it's important to write down. So, I mean, with regards to, I mean, we use the ideal, in the ideal life blueprint, we, we write an actual description of what a 10 out of 10 experience is. So I wrote a 10 out of, I wrote so what 10 my, out of 10 being like, this is my ideal, this ideal, perfect, no restrictions, no obligations. If I could just write the most perfect thing, what does it look like? And I wrote those things down and I still continue to refine that. I'm not stuck on that as I go through and feel into it. I'm like, well, that's not so important to me. Oh, that is important to me and get clearer and clearer and clearer. But the fact is the second that you start getting deliberate on it, you're going to start witnessing more of that experience coming to you because where attention goes, energy flows and that energy is creative and starts to call that experience into us. I love this. Mm -hmm. Well, it is the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Dan, thank you for your wisdom today. Thank you for your magic today. Thank which you. Which was very... also wise and lovely. <laughs> Again, if you are opening on your spiritual journey and you are ready to learn how to connect with your spiritual gifts, go over to jessbubbico.com, J E S S B U B B I C O.com, and you can shoot me a message. Um, Dan, where can they find you if they're ready to shift their mindset? You can come to dreamwithdan.com if you want to start taking the power of choice and using it to. Have the life that you deserve on your terms without other people, places, and things dictating it for you. Do a free discovery call with myself or one of my team. It's like 45 minutes or an hour. You will have change. There is no obligation to coach with us or buy anything. It's literally how we show up and be of service. And if there is alignment and we can support you, then we'll seek to do so. Love that. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone have, oh, and you can find us again, Method Meets Magic on Facebook. There will be more information up today about our Sedona retreat if you yes. are interested in joining us for that. Mm -hmm. And come back next week where we will be doing, um, we will have a, a specialist on, special on mindset. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Love you.